0: Jason, this is going to come as big news to you. But Lee Summit Town Hall this week is brought to the people by Budget Blinds of Lee Summit. Budget
1: Blinds!
0: Man, these guys, they are here for us and they are here for the people each and every day of every week. And they've got a big, big, big event coming up, Jason. Pillows and Pinot. Absolutely, it's a very cool
1: uh, night. I think it's an interesting idea for people to go. You're going to get some wine, and you're good. I'm good with wine, and you're going to leave
0: with a custom-designed pillow. Really, what more could you ask for if you want to go out and do something to better your home? It's true. So you're going to get to have a good time. Going to hang out with your friends because, of course,
1: you are going to bring a friend with you, to this event. You're going to end up some wine. You're going to have some snacks. You're going to get a custom pillow. And you get to go home and take
0: a nap. I'm happy, Jason. And you know what you need to do if you want to learn more about it? Go to the Budget Blinds of Lee Summit Facebook page. Check out the Pillows and Pinot event. Friday, May 24th. Friday, May 24th. Get ready. Check them out. Tell them Jason and Nick sent you. Hello again and
1: welcome to Lee Summit Town Hall, a weekly podcast about what you can do to make a difference. I am Jason Norbury, and as always, I'm joined by a man who is pushing for a bond issue to get himself a new beer fridge. It's Nick Parker, the publisher of Link to
0: Lee Summit. I have no doubt in my mind it will be voter approved. Uh,
1: You, well, I would say you have a veto. You have a a pretty strong veto point in your uh, in your budgetary processes. Will Mrs. Link to Lee Summit approve? The bond issue for a new beer fridge.
0: Oh man, that's that's actually that's gonna be a tough sell. There's
1: gonna be some campaigning that's gonna have I, to be done. There's some
0: serious campaigning to be done on this one. In the
1: old school, you would tack on like a piece of other legislative pork to that, so then you would both have an interest. Yeah, so, um, like extra it, spending
0: to, dollars for the craft stores. I was
1: gonna say, or a she shed, you know, to to, to go with the <laughs> uh, commercial vernacular, to go with your beer fridge, just get get her a she shed. All right, so link to Lee Summit is the source for all the news you need about this very fine city, and our unofficial sponsor today. I'm gonna do it to you, Nick. It's
0: leg day. Oh, ow! And well, actually, I mean that. Ow! <laughs>
1: yeah. He, so poor Nick. He's starting. Uh, he, he's getting into the weightlifting part of the uh, the uh, shred experience, which I'm sure we will discuss in our in our ad at the end, a little bit more detail. But it's the first day. And How's let's it say feel?
0: it's not just the first day. It's the first day in 20 plus years.
1: So. Uh, you you do not currently have a passing familiarity with the uh, with the uh, muscles and the weight systems that you had to work you. with, and you're feeling it a little bit later today. Feeling
0: a little bit today, yeah, yeah. The the hobble to the studio tonight was uh, was a little, little rough.
1: Yeah, I don't look. We make our we make old man jokes back and forth at each other all the time, but you kind of did look a little bit like uh, one today. Uh, it was it as, was pretty rough. It was pretty uh, rough.
0: As I as I told. Ryan Waters, who owns Shred, as I told him, and we'll, we'll go into this again at the end, so let's we'll, we'll make this the last point. As I told him as we were doing it, it's a lot different in my mid-40s than it was my late teens. Yes, it, yes, it is. Suddenly, shockingly, hey, uh,
1: here's a hint. You're a little older now than you were then. Yeah, <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah the the knees don't want to move the way the new knee, knees moved then. No. Let's move on. Let's get into our show, Jason. There's there's uh, I don't think this is going to be a, a super long episode this week, but there are a few things I want to get to. Before we do that, I want to give a little notice out to everyone. We always tell people to get involved. So, here is another issue that has been big in the public sphere, the proposed apartment project in downtown at the old United Methodist Church building at 2nd and Douglas. We talked last week about the TIF commission, their recommendation not to approve the incentive. Well, this now goes before City Council where because of that that TIF commission's decision, it will require 6 votes from the council in order for the project to move forward. So, here it is, really kind of the maybe the last chance for public to really say whether or not they support this this project and how they feel on it. April 16th City Council meeting starts at 6:30. This is the chance to make your voice heard.
1: Absolutely. You want to do that. And you do have a chance between now and then to individually contact your own council person, of course, and, and talk to them about your your views on the subject if you want to do that. But this is one that is, uh, I think, a fairly balanced but significant set of disagreements. And and it will be interesting to see how the uh, the city council comes out on it in the end.
0: Yeah, this one This one has been interesting, Jason, because unlike a lot of the others that we talk about, the loud voices are usually one side or the other, and this, like you said, it's it's, it's very balanced. I find that interesting, and and actually, it, it it makes me feel good.
1: Yeah, no, I think it's good, and, and obviously, this is this is a project that there are a lot of people that are interested in having, and 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 people have some skepticism about it as well, and we'll we'll see where we end up
0: on on the sixteenth. There sure. we go. One last calendar note for everyone. This is a personal thing for me. I've been talking about it for a few weeks now. The Live Next Cancer Awareness Event. Eleven to five on Saturday, April twentieth, Bridge Space Parking Lot in downtown Lee Summit. This is a big deal for me personally. I, you know, everybody probably has some story where they their life has been affected by someone with cancer. My family has has had a lot of experiences with it. My personal immediate family had an experience with it with 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 my wife. So here's a chance for people to to maybe catch something early. We'll have free skin screenings from Cornerstone. Uh, dermatology will have the mammogram bus from Diagnostic Imaging. If you go to our Facebook page, you can find for the Facebook page and the Live Next event. You can find a phone number so you can call and schedule your mammogram. If you're over 40 and uninsured, we've got a grant. We can probably pay for that mammogram for you.
1: That is a fairly cool thing. Uh, I can't, you know, commend you guys enough. I know this is part of and the build out of the celebration of being five years cancer free in your house um, and, you know, to be perfectly honest, I, I like your wife way better than you, so I'm I'm glad that she's here, and I'm glad that you guys are taking an opportunity to, to celebrate that and to
0: hopefully do a little good as, as we go forward. All right. Let us now dig in, Jason, to the meat of the show. Before we get into current issues, I want to just recap really quickly some stuff that we touched on last week. The r7 board of education election i want to talk a little bit about voter turnout jason we talk about this every single election cycle are you ready for this here are the numbers i could do a drum roll but it'd probably make a terrible piece of audio it would make a terrible piece of audio <laughs> approximately sixty one hundred voters turned out for this election What's your take on that?
1: Well, I mean, I, I'll we could spin it a lot of different ways um, depending on what we were. In. In Are we going to call this the no spin zone? No, I'm saying we we could. It depends on the comparison that you're making it to. Is it comparable to a you know a presidential year turnout election in the county? No, nowhere close. It's I think the percentage of turnout that puts us under 10 percent uh, for turnout, which is bad under almost any circumstance. However, if you compare it to the, sort of the last time we had a school board election with nothing else happening you know no other election it's slightly better it's actually like 50 percent better so i mean we and and i think that that's a direct reflection of the increased attention that you know places like uh you know foundations for our future did theirs the count the chamber did their regular meeting you know this little podcast you know has had some i think impact on on voter turnout and engagement in these issues those sorts of things that are out there have have increased it but it's still just a, such a long way from being a really broad and representative sample of our electorate and we could get in all kinds of structural problems about why we have too many elections and all that other stuff
0: we're not going there today no but i think what you touched on really was to me okay everyone has asked me everyone's probably asked you if you look on social media people are asking these questions Guest columnist on Link to the Summit asked this question, what can we draw? What is the conclusion we can draw? Is there is there one big thing? And my answer to that is the only thing I can draw from this as a conclusion is that we still have a long way to go. We need to keep working to get more people engaged because I don't think that you can say 6,100 people voting gives any kind of a mandate
1: no i don't think it's certainly not a broad i mean in terms of if you only and and perhaps that the people who are elected to the school board are there to represent the interests of the students and the whole district not just the 6100 people who voted in the election if those are the only of interest we yes that's a mandate for those very narrow set of people but really we're talking about this much broader audience and 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 we do have a long way to go to really build that to where we have that same sort of thing and and I think the only other thing I would draw is that I think it shows, and especially in these low turnout elections, which, to be honest, almost all municipal elections are, uh, is you get that – if you get one loud voice, it can really push the, push the weight in one direction or another.
0: Well, and I think that to me right there, that is the catalyst, the thing we need to keep saying to help drive engagement and drive more people out that you can affect change if you are willing to use your voice – and use your means to get out there. You can affect change. You can make a difference. And I think we saw that. Yeah, absolutely. All right. Well, let's get into it, Jason. It's Tuesday night. Well, you and I just finished watching the city council work session. The big issue of the night, and I think uh, we've already seen people around town talking about this, was a presentation to for the city council to decide on whether or not they were going to ask staff to write up an ordinance to put a bond issue, a no tax increase bond issue, on the next ballot. There is a reason they were doing this now. There's a reason for the timing, Jason. And I want you to kind of get into that just a little put on your professor hat again, Professor Jason, and kind of explain a little bit, I guess, to the people that the timing so we can use that as a place to start. All right, well, there are two pieces to the timing. One is that they wanted to be on the August ballot.
1: Um, and to do that, then they have to um, they have to get that out to the county election authority by the twenty eighth of May. Um, so they have that that time frame is they have to make that decision and get that information out to put on the ballot in that time frame. So they've got to start somewhere in the beginning part of April. It's probably as good a time as any if that's where they want to aim. The second piece is. So the city – there are currently a a significant number, and and there are at any given time, a significant number of issues that – or bonds that have been issued and that the city is paying on. So they have issued debt, and they are paying on that. And there are statutory limitations on how much they can um, draw. And we are very, very, very far away from that maximum number.
0: as a, in in our history, as a rule, the city of Lee Summit has always been very conservative. and I've right. used this. Yes,
1: they do. They don't. We're not one to get out near the edge. I mean, we have a. I want to say, according to a, a presentation from not long ago, we have a, based on assessed valuation, a maximum amount that we could draw of two hundred and three million dollars under the Missouri limits. And we're currently at about a quarter of that, so it, it's a very conservative function as a whole. However, there are um, one of the things that the city did in the 90s was made a promise to kind of keep the, the what we call the tax levy, which is the amount of taxes they charge per dollar of value of your land, essentially um, fairly steady as things go, and they have worked to stay within a relatively so that you and I. Um, or other homeowners have the, or property owners have a fairly consistent idea of what their tax bills are going to be from year to year. I will say that in my uh, neck of the woods where I work in KCK, one of the things that they've had some issues is that they are just getting sort of caught up to market valuations. And there are businesses and others that are experiencing a 25% jump in their valuation year on year. And that's a problem for a business in terms of just planning the expenses that come out there. So it gives the city a thing. And so they want to do that. But to maintain that, this is sort of one of the weird little things here, to maintain that so that we don't drop it a lot and then later on have to raise it a lot, which not only runs into problems with making the people unsure what their tax rate is, but we do potentially run up against the issue if we have to raise it too much, then you have, um, it, it runs afoul of the Missouri's Hancock Amendment, which has to do with any kind of tax issues ever getting dealt with. So it gets a really complicated very fast. So to maintain this steady bar, the city has recommend the staff has recommended that we have to do, you know, we want to keep a certain amount of money bonded out there and debt out there so that we can just maintain that and keep projects. So they, with that in mind, uh, city staff put together a list of i don't know 15 or so things um that they said these are projects that we could do.
0: right right they made a kind of a giant wish list of here are not all of the things but many of the things that we can think of that would be good for us to work on it was around 40 million ish in in value
1: right and they say and they at keeping the bond levels where we are at a no what we call the no tax increase bond level um We had, I think, it was a capacity of about twenty five ish to go at that level. So there was clearly going to be some cuts to this list. Right, everything on this was going to get bonded.
0: Um, and, And this was this was a menu presentation to council. Right, here's here's a big menu. Now, council, prioritize. Let us know what you think are are the priorities, and then we can come back. And, and give you an ordinance based on that. So that's where I want to get into, Jason, is the discussion that council had as they went through these. What are we talking about now? Where does it look like the city council is placing their priority in projects? Right.
1: We don't have a, pro- a final list, of course, of what they're going to actually put on the ballot. That won't come out for another probably couple of weeks um, while staff does the back end work. But um, judging from the conversation and and the Early consensus building that the mayor was leading in in their conversation. There was certainly a focus on uh, f- public safety, fire and police. Um, with maybe a project or two on the public works side plugged in as well. So the new fire station, a replacement for fire station number four, which is the one that is uh, currently on Woods Chapel up in the Lakewood area, and fire station five, which my understanding is.
0: It's at Windermere and 150, yeah. so that covers the, the Raintree and right. Greenwood areas.
1: So, so down south, there was some conversation about potentially needing to build another fire station, a fire station eight further north um, in Lee Summit to cover some of the growth up there, but that one didn't seem to get legs for this. Admittedly, and this is one of the things that the council was clear on, is that they wanted to keep the the term of this fairly short, three years, four years type time frame, um, so that they can you know can sort of build those projects as they come along.
0: And another uh, another little side note, I think, as they talked about whether or not to, to really prioritize that new station number eight was that they didn't feel like the city was re- – ready yet to be able to afford staffing for a, another right. fire station
1: and there were some other you know there's a, a potential for another ladder truck though i think that one started to fall off the list as they went through uh some car cameras and body cameras for the our police department as well as some renovations for the police a now uh, 20 the police year old police headquarters right some renovations for that and security upgrades for primarily security upgrades for police staffing the courts and the the prosecutor's office all of whom office out of there um and then there was some conversation about what some like i said some road projects that they might be looking at we'll see what that comes out there but clearly the 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 council's focus was on making sure that our our public safety has the equipment and structures that they need to do their job
0: Okay, Jason, so here's, here's, here's my, my question to you. As, as voters, as residents of the community, at this point in the stage, what questions should people now be asking? Where, where do we sit now? Well, I think first thing to keep in mind
1: is that we are really talking around the margins of its fine. Um, the city is and has been for a long stretch now well financially managed. We are very, very far under our capacity for issuing debt. They've chosen that level. It's been maintained. in general, city services are still provided very well. Um, there are needs for upgrades and repairs and all that because stuff gets old and breaks. But it's fine. Um, so that's the first thing to keep in mind is like people get you know heated about whether a fire station should be on, you know, on this road or that road or, whether the i mean you remember when there was a big kerfuffle on the dais about the location of a ladder truck or a bumper an ambulance an ambulance that's right an ambulance in one fire station or another when the fire department said look it's fine we've got coverage everywhere we need it but this is and so we're, we're down in these weeds and what we're really down in the weeds about is do we have a really good set of public services or are we you know how far unto the excellent do we continue to go?
0: Right, and I, I, th- I think as a city, you know, we talked about historically, the city has been very conservative as far as managing its its money. But I also think as a city, and as voters, a level of service has been set pretty high in this community.
1: Correct, and so maybe that's where the question should lie: is is this bond issue? necessary and sufficient to borrow to get into sort of argumentation but um necessary to maintain you're sounding like an attorney again right but is it necessary to maintain the level of sufficient and is sufficient to keep the level of service that we expect you know and that's kind of a top and a bottom bar but that's where we you know those are good questions to ask Are, are these are we doing enough and you know are we doing more than we have to um, in that sort of thing, if those are the questions that you want to ask, but I think that you know they started with a list of 40 plus million. We're down, you know, probably somewhere in the 15 to 20 million dollar range by the time this all we- works itself out. All well within the the bonding capacities that we're dealing. And with. And that
0: will probably be split into multiple years of issuance. So to, right. So you know, that's not. We, this isn't a question of are we gonna are we gonna spend 15 to 20 million dollars in one year? Right. These are split over time,
1: and, and it depends on construction timelines and when we actually have the need, and all that. And and there are really good professionals who will count every bean that is available to make sure that that is done in the smartest and and most efficient way possible. That's one thing I've I have learned in all this time is that we have we have some excellent bean counters over there in City Hall. Even now with Conrad out having retired.
0: I'm gonna um, shed a little tear. A
1: little tear for Conrad, but they the staff over there is excellent and they and they do a good job of, of working through all those numbers for us. So we'll just move right along into our last piece. Um so coming up uh this month, there is some more input capacity for the the continuing stages of our strategic planning process. Um there they the mayor and the council and city staff went um, and had a retreat, sit down and chat with our their consultant. By retreat, does this
0: mean they all go to the Bahamas? What are we talking about here?
1: It's probably like at City Hall when they have sandwiches. Oh,
0: okay. It's, I was gonna be really jealous if they no, we were like on some island somewhere.
1: It would be cool if they could go like go up to the Elms or something, but then people would be mad they didn't do it in Lee oh, Summit. So who no. knows? Maybe they, maybe they went to in, like
0: in my mind.
1: Yeah. Islands. Maybe they all sat on the dock at like Legacy Park there at the fishing pond Ooh. and just hung out and That's talked about stuff. It's a nice little stuff. dock. I
0: That'd like that nice. spot. They've got a little, little swing there.
1: Anyway, so they have um, Ignite. Um, the Ignite process has, there is now a, a document out there that has, uh, I think they called it an environmental scan of the city, which has a lot of the the sort of net results of, uh, of the conversations that were had and some of the things they'll be dealing with. So now they're they're gonna keep going back around on
0: that and, and start to do some priorities and setting some some more final things. Right. I think you know the, if, if, if you participated in, in those first series of conversations, what what you saw was a lot of brainstorming. A lot of here are some topics, throw things at us. And I think now what we're going to do is we're going to see the results of that, and you're going to get to kind of give your feedback on what those results were.
1: Right, and I started looking through that that document today, and it's like 60 pages long of all kinds of narrative and stuff in there. It's a big document. There's a lot of stuff. It's not real data-heavy, but there's a lot of, like, you know – this is what, you know, city staff thinks, this is what the council thinks, this is what the people in our conversations Where thought. can
0: people find that, Jason? Uh,
1: you can go to lsignite.net, I believe, and uh, and you can click on the documents tab and it'll it'll be there. Um, on that tab, along with a couple of other maps and some other things that are there. So,
0: so here's your chance. Get involved one more time. This is a chance to have your voice. Six thirty to eight thirty, April twenty fourth at the Stanley and Downtown Lee Summit. That's going to be your first opportunity. If you go to the website Jason mentioned, lsignite.net, you'll see there check out the Facebook page and there is a registration link there, there. Is, is, a registration link. there's fr- gonna be two days coming up it's so. free
1: to go but I think they have a the the Stanley head does have a limit of how many humans they can stuff in there and and they also just want to make sure that they they they're prepared for the audience that will be coming so do go on and register if you want to go um, I, I encourage everyone to get out there and, and give their voice um, this is the kind of stuff that does you know it does have a long-term impact on the city so the the input you give may you know shift the the ship of state a little bit you know just one little bit but that has a huge impact 10 15 20 years down the road this
0: is the discussion the conversation of who do we want to be in the next 20 30 years so take part have your voice heard be a part of the process that's going to wrap up our show it's a it's a short show this week jason Um, but i think we hit a couple of, of pretty important topics right and i think these are ones we're going to come back to i mean we're going to come back
1: to looking you know what is the school board actually doing what's the impact of the election on the school board and the way they govern you know what does that bond issue look like that's going to be an election coming up probably in august so we're gonna we're gonna and, have to talk about that,
0: and then when you when you talk about the strategic planning, this ignite
1: process, that's going to affect future bond discussions too. Mm-hmm, absolutely. So these are things we're going to come back to again and again, but uh, they're, they've been up in the, up in the chatter box for the last couple of weeks. So we thought we'd bring them up, and we will look forward to hearing from you
0: next week. All right. But it's time to talk about our other magnanimous sponsor, Shred KC. Shred KC. So here it is. I started this, you know, I, I hate saying journey, but that's, the, you know, whatever. That's the cliche. That's what it is. I right. started this Captain, journey. Captain buzzword. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag. <laughs> Hashtag word, buzzword. Damn um, so January 1, I started it. I was that guy that said, January 1, I'm making a change. I changed my eating habits. I changed what I was doing in the kitchen. Dropped about 25 pounds or so, Jason. I haven't been able to work out. We've talked about it before. Broke the arm. I finally got to go do it today. I still couldn't use the arm very much. So um, Ryan Waters, owner of Shred, says, guess what? It's leg day. It's leg day. And so for the first time in 20 plus years, I was in a gym and I had leg day and I'm sore.
1: How's it feel? I mean, other than sore.
0: Actually, I feel really good. I mean, like you know, walking's a little bit hard. Tomorrow
1: is going to be a joy
0: for you. <laughs> <laughs> but this is good, and I tell you what. Here, here's the thing. I'm I'm a mid 40s guy. I haven't. I've, I've sat on my butt for work for my entire adult life. I was a little nervous going into a gym of uh, filled with with very fit, very dedicated people. I I was nervous but I didn't have to be. They were supportive. They were friendly. They were great, fantastic with helping me start the process and get to where I needed to be. I My nervousness went away in about 30 seconds. So if you want to make a change, if you're ready to lift the bad things from your life and eat healthy, work out, I recommend Shred KC.
1: There you go. Tell them Nick sent you. Well, what about you, Jason? Well, I mean, you know, I'm committed to my old fat lifestyle, so I'm not <laughs> sure I'm, really, I'm not right. really the one there.
0: But... You're Send. next. I'm. I'm sitting the giant, the giant bodybuilder guy. After you, <laughs> you're next. Head down, shred KC on Third Street downtown, dollar.